Happy Easter. And it just continues to be a great joy. Um, you know, the Easter Vigil is its really like an amazing day. I was joking around outside that, you know, the Easter Vigil is like a day when priests get to play with new toys. And, you know, so it's like the one day of the year where you get to do like different things. And um, you know, so I went to Best Buy and bought like that speaker over there and, um, so that people inside the church could hear what was going on outside. It'll probably show up at Palmyra Days later. And, and over the last three days, so tonight is the culmination of the last three days. And on Thursday, we, we had the commemoration of the Lord's Supper and, and then some extended time of adoration in the hall at the Altar of Repose. And then last night, we gathered in Douglas for the veneration of the cross and to reflect on our Lord's passion and our Lord's suffering and the great gift that he gave us as he offered his life for us and the way that he, in his humanity, bore all of our burdens and all of our suffering. And then tonight we gather to celebrate his resurrection, his transformation. And, And that same pattern, right, that's the pattern of life that we all live. It's the pattern of life that we're all called to. We're all called you know, to live a life where, where there are certain trials that we go through and, and each and every one of us struggles with sin, right? All of us struggle with sin. All of us struggle with being confused about things. All of us struggle with like, not being clear. All of us struggle with sin in one way or another, maybe in bigger ways or in smaller ways. Maybe back in my college self, like, I had like bigger ways, and but that doesn't mean I don't struggle with sin. Like I was, I think I said yesterday that, like our Lord's just he he keeps calling me to go deeper, and you know, and now he's like, hey, you need to work on sloth, <laughs> and uh, and and so like he's always calling us to go deeper because all of us struggle with that, and yet all of us are called to be transformed, right? All of us are called to be transformed. And, and my favorite part of tonight is the fact that the church starts off in complete darkness. And, and this is by far the darkest church I've ever walked into with an Easter candle, by the way. <laughs> I was doing that thing like when you walk down the hallway and you're feeling with your foot. Like... <laughs> it's like totally dark. And then this light starts to come into the church. And then and then all of your light comes into the church. And, and so then by the time we're doing the readings, you know, you can see all the stations of the cross on the wall. Like you can see everybody here. And, and that one light that was, you know, blessed at the Easter fire comes in to fill this whole building. And, and the church building is always meant to be a symbol of the church, the body of Christ, and a symbol of the people are a symbol of our own lives. And that means that in our own hearts, like sometimes our hearts have been that dark and, and our hearts have been that empty and our Lord just desires to enter into them in order to transform them. Right? And that's what happens. You know, that's what happens when we're baptized. When we're baptized, the Holy Spirit enters into a dark place to bring light. Every time we go to confession, God's grace enters into that dark place 
to bring light. And, and when we just simply cry out to our Lord in prayer, he enters into that place to bring light and to bring joy. And that's his desire for each and every one of us is that we experience that joy and that we recognize that that joy is real. You know, when we sing the Exalted at the beginning of the Easter Vigil, it's, it's, it's about rejoicing in what our Lord has done for us and, and even what our Lord has done for us in the midst of our sin, in the midst of our darkness. Oh, happy fault, oh, necessary sin of Adam that gave us so great a Redeemer. Which means no matter what our thing is, no matter like where, where that darkness is inside of us, our Lord can bring light there you know, if we allow him. Right? If we allow him. And when we allow him, then that light starts to go out and it starts to catch. And just like we lit up the inside of this building, we go light up our workplaces, we go light up our schools, we go light up our neighborhoods. And there's cause for great joy because everything that we believe is true, right? It's all true. It's true that we can have joy. And that's what we remember tonight. In the next part of the liturgy, we are going to renew our baptismal promises. And, and as we do that, you know, we remember the first time that light entered into our hearts. You know, and just as like the Easter fire is a symbol of Christ, the Easter candle then takes on that symbol and then all of our candles are lit off the Easter candle and everything starts with that light that was blessed outside. And then the Easter candles use to bless the baptismal font so that it blesses the water that then brings about baptism in the life of everyone who will be baptized over the next year. And, and so that, that blessing that we had at the Easter fire, it touches like every person who's baptized, every person who blesses themselves with holy water that was blessed at this mass. It's an amazing thing. I was talking to one of the altar boys about that and he was like, I never knew that. Right? that. That everything's connected like that because we're all connected to our Lord. And, and so what, we, what we're gonna do is renew the promises that we first made that when that light first entered. And, and as we do that, I just invite you to be really intentional about it, right? To be really intentional about it. So, so when I ask the question, do you renounce Satan? To just be really intentional that that means I renounce sin. Like whatever sin I've been carrying in my life, whatever like my thing is, like I renounce like watching Netflix instead of praying the breviary, or I renounce I renounce neglecting my spouse. I renounce having jealousy. I renounce having avarice. Like whatever your thing is, and just be really intentional about that in your own hearts. Because we're saying no to that so we can say yes to our Lord. Do you renounce all of his works? And, and that's where we really are intentional about renouncing the ways that other people's sins have affected us. And, and so I'm not going to allow that person who betrayed me to affect me anymore. Or I'm really going to let go of this resentment that I've been carrying. 
I'm going to let go of that. And all of his empty show, which, which is used to be translated all of his empty promises, and that means do you renounce all the lies that you start to believe because of sin and the way sin has affected you? Do you renounce the lie that nobody can possibly understand me? Do you renounce the lie that nobody can possibly love me? Do you renounce the lie that like, everybody's against me? Do you renounce the lie that I'm better off alone than in community? The lie that I'm unlovable? Because those are all lies and those are all junk that the evil one puts into our head. Do we say no to that so that we can say yes to our Lord? And then, and then we're asked those questions. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church? And that really means, do you entrust your heart to? You know, are you willing to surrender to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? And so we're really renewing that commitment that I'm no longer going to surrender my heart to the world or to worldly ideas. I'm going to surrender my heart to our Lord. Because like whatever we surrender our heart to is what we worship. I was on a retreat once and there was this guy on the retreat who was a professed atheist slash agnostic. I don't know which one he thought he was. And I said something like that. I was just like, whatever you surrender your life to is what you worship, which is... And then he, they like blew his mind. He was like, wait, I'm worshiping things. I didn't realize I was worshiping. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to believe in God because I don't want to worship anything, but I'm actually surrendering my heart to this thing or that thing or the other thing. And so we commit ourselves to our Lord. And, and that means I'm inviting him and I want him to be that light that illumines the darkness in my heart. And because he can do for your insides what we've seen happen in this building. He came to make all things new. He came to be the light that shines in the darkness. He came to bring clarity where there's distorted thinking. Before going into his passion, he prayed, Father, give me the glory I had with you before the world began. And then he prayed for each and every one of us, like that we may be one in him as he is one in the Father, that we might share in the glory that he has with the Father. And so we make that our prayer as we prepare to bless the baptismal font and renew our baptismal promises.
O God, whose Son, baptized by John in the waters of the Jordan, was anointed with the Holy Spirit, and as he hung upon the cross, gave forth water from his side along with blood, and after his resurrection commanded his disciples, Go forth, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Look now, we pray, upon the face of your church, and graciously unseal for her the fountain of baptism. May this water receive by the Holy Spirit the grace of your only begotten Son, so that human nature created in your image and washed clean through the sacrament of baptism from all the squalor of the life of old may be found worthy to rise to the life of newborn children through water and the Holy Spirit. May the power of the Holy Spirit, O Lord, we pray, come down through your Son into the fullness of this font, so that all who have been buried with Christ by baptism into death may rise again to life with him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. I'm going to ask the servers to go around and relight everybody's candles, and we'll stand and hold those as we renew our baptismal promises. Dear brothers and sisters, through the Paschal Mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance has concluded, let us renew the promises of holy baptism by which we renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan and all his works? I do. And all his empty show. I do. do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? 
Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? And may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us by his grace, in Christ Jesus our Lord, for eternal life. Amen. Let us now turn to our Heavenly Father, entrusting to Him our hearts, and these are prayers of petition. For bishops, priests, deacons throughout the world, that they may ever more authentically represent Christ to the people they serve. We pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For local, national, and world government leaders, we pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are entering the church this weekend and for the young people of our parish, who are preparing for confirmation and First Communion in the coming week, that their hearts may be open to every grace that the Lord wishes to give. We pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For all the sick and suffering, especially Callie Beck and Dante Oswald, and in thanksgiving for the continued healing of Lisa Soto, we pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For our parish family, that the Easter graces might move our hearts to be ever more open to Christ and one another, we pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. 
that our prayers may be heard for the priests of the Diocese of Lincoln for whom this Mass is offered. We pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, that they may contemplate the face of Christ in the kingdom of heaven. We pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. For the intentions that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord, hear our prayer. Father, hear these prayers we bring to you in humility and love, and answer them. If they're in accord with your will, we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the offertory. No. 